Good morning, City Church. Today's scripture reading is from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, the first chapter to the 10th to the 17th verse. The reading is also in your bulletin. If you are able, please stand for the reading. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. My brothers and sisters, some from Chloe's household have informed me that there are quarrels among you. What I mean is this, one of you says I follow Paul, another I follow Apollos, another I follow Cephas, still another I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God I did not baptize any of you except for Cephas and Gaius. So no one can say that you were baptized in my name. Yes, I also baptized the household of Stephanas. Beyond that, I do not remember if I baptized anyone else. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom and eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied its power. This is the word of the Lord. We're continuing our, our systematic study of Paul's first letter to the church at Corinth. It's going to be a long journey, so I, I encourage you all to, to read ahead, uh, to read, read 1 Corinthians. Uh, just, just, just read it, depending on which theologian you, you, you find uh, or, or, or watch or read. Um, you know, they, they say it's one letter. There may be a compilation, a, a merging of three letters, but... Regardless, it is, a, it is a, a text that is packed with information that will speak to us in 2018. This is not something that, uh, you know, oh, well, this is, this is great, kind of the mid-first century. Uh, no, this, 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 there's relevance right now, uh, right now. And so I encourage you, read ahead. Read, read ahead, read, read 1 Corinthians and reread it and then read it again. Just, 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 just be in it, uh, neck deep. Um, so after the usual letter salutations and pleasantries, uh, Paul gets right down to it. Uh, don't you like it when, uh, uh, you know, folks come to you and they just, they don't, they don't him, him, him or haw around. It's like, okay, uh, I, I, I know this wasn't just a, 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 a pleasant visit or anything. It's like, why are you here? Or why did you write the letter? Well, Paul gets right to it uh, about the purpose of his writing. In the 10th verse, he, he writes, uh, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another and what you say, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. Uh, we could park right here and deal with this uh, for quite a long time, uh, but we're not going to do that, uh, but hopefully we will give the text uh, its, its, its worth. Uh, the word translated uh, where we see, I appeal to you, uh, is actually one word, uh, and it's more than just a casual request. Uh, it's, it's more than just a, a casual request. It's, it's got more to do with, uh, um, it's got to do with uh, an exhortation, a pleading, uh, a begging, you know, uh, I don't say a la James Brown, but, but, but there's, there's, this, there's this, this begging aspect 
uh, that you know you all you know, you know don't don't pretend like you don't <laughs> don't pretend. It's it's like it's a strong urge. I'm pleading with you, and 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 it, the significance of this word is both in terms of its etymology, the word itself, but also its placement in the sentence. It's 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 front loaded. So it's not like, hey, brothers and sisters, how are you doing? Da, da, da. Well, I, I kind of would like, no, no, no. It's like, up front, I'm putting this, my exhortation, my begging, my pleading is right up front so it doesn't get lost in the sentence. Uh, that's why many theologians see this verse, this 10th verse in the first chapter as the uh, thesis statement for the whole letter. That from this, this 10th, so you didn't think you'd get this at City Church, did you? Uh, from, this, from this one verse, this 10th verse, that that is the thesis statement for this entire letter. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, <laughs> that all of you agree with one another and what you say, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. As you read the whole entire letter of 1 Corinthians, if you keep that in the mind, if you keep that 10th verse in the back of your mind, it'll make a whole lot more sense. That's why he says what he says. That's why he approaches the things he approaches. It's, it's like, the, because the divisions, the, the, the confusion, the, 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 the well-meaning intentions and the, and the stupidity associated with behavior, it's like, I'm appealing to you. Pull it together, you guys. Pull it, pull it, pull it together. Uh, one of the best modern translations of this particular verse, surprisingly, I'm not necessarily a fan of the Living Bible. I mean, it's each translation. Let me just stop. Let me just not say that. Let's, let's ret I retract my statement. Uh, when you read translations, it's, it's important if you, if you can't dive into the, to the, the original text is that you, 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 you seek out certain translations that actually speak truly to the intent of the original text. And I believe of all the translations that I looked at, the Living Bible uh, did, did a very good job. And, it's, and, and so check it out. But, and there is a but in the, in the, in the original text, dear brothers, I beg you, I beg you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, to stop arguing among yourselves. Let there be real harmony so that there won't be splits in the church. I plead with you to be of one mind, united in thought and purpose. It should not come as a surprise that the very issue that Paul begins this whole discussion to the Corinthian church is rooted in identity it's rooted in, in schism. It's rooted in, uh, you know, from gangs to sports teams. I have never seen so much, so much bragging going on on Facebook because the Warriors swept the, the Cavaliers. Honestly. It's like, and I know good and well because a lot of them are my family, is, is, is that, that had they lost, you wouldn't hear the peep out of them. They got the brooms out. Oh, no, that's the way we roll. We're, you know. You know, warrior's strong, and it's like, oh, shut up, please, you're, you're killing me, you're killing, but that's, where, that's the way we are, we're wired that way, we, you know, they don't know you from a can of paint, try going to a Warriors game without paying a ticket and see if you get in, Amen. see if you get in, oh, that's my team, well, what, you got stopped, <laughs> well, what makes that your team? What makes you a warrior? What makes you a, a, an eagle or a 49 or a raider? What makes you that? Oh, I, 
I like the unis. I like the players that played there. I like, it's, it's, if we unpack why we do what we do, we better find some interesting stuff. Uh, but from gangs to sports teams uh, to nations, our very humanity is rooted in community. I've shared before. I shared at St. John's. I share now. God, who is community in his essence, in his essence, he, Holy Spirit, Father, Son, in his essence, he's community. He creates community, man and woman. Uh, he, he, he saves in community. He wants to be worshipped in community. And he promises, uh, eschatologically, he promises community to us uh, forever and ever one day. So there's, 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 this, there's, there's, there's something going on in us that there's, that's instilled in us, a longing to belong to someone or to something. The question is, the 64,000 question is, to who or to what do we belong? Uh, as I've shared before, when you, you, when, you, when you read the scripture, when you read the text, and if you see a word that's used with a whole lot of frequency, uh, that's a dead giveaway. Something's going on. Guess what? In the first 10 verses of 1 Corinthians, there's a whole lot of something going on. Uh, I don't want to go out on, uh, 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 on too far of a theological limb, but Paul, 10 times in the first 10 verses, he talks about the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord, count it yourself. You read the first 10 verses. In the first 10 verses, 10 times, he references the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe Paul's reference to the Christ the, is, is more than just, oh, you know, like we say, the, the Christ we think is like, like Mark or David or Meeks. It's like, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's who Jesus was in the fulfillment of Scripture. He was the Christ. He was the anointed one. He was the Messiah. And it's not just a naming of the person, but it's the fulfilling uh, the, the transcending result, if you will. So I can appeal to you, Paul is saying, because of who you are in him. See, I can appeal to you. I can make my case to you because of who you are in him. Uh, 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 as, I, as, I, as I've shared uh, with you before, and uh, Gail may say, honey, 30 seconds is too long. But that's, that's what I throw out there. 30 seconds is, is about the, the extent that Mark can be, be good. Because after about 30 seconds, I'm going to say the wrong thing, I'm going to do the wrong thing, I'm going to think the wrong thing. Uh, and again, Gail would say, well, that's 29 too long. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but if I understand that it's in him I live, it's in him I move, if it's in him I have my being, uh, then I can act in ways that are, that are not only just hard, they're impossible for me. They're impossible. I can't be good. I can't be holy. But in him, I can do incredible stuff. It's like, did I say that? Yeah. Well, it wasn't me. Did I do that? Uh, it wasn't me, you know, because I'd want to slug him in the mouth. You know, it's like, you know, and Sister Meeks is well, honey, you're so long-suffering. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm really not. I'm short-tempered. I, I really want to. I want to punch people in the nose. I, I, particularly those guys that have eleven items in a ten-item line. I'm telling you, it's just like you see the sign. It says ten or less. What are you doing? 
what are you doing? But you, grace, 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 grace. So let's consider the, the consequence of this thesis statement. What does division do? What does, see, see, Paul's appeal is, I beg you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to stop arguing amongst yourselves. Let there be real harmony so that there won't be splits in the church. I plead with you to be of one mind, united in thought and purpose. So with, with individuals, uh, just random individuals, what happens when you have division? Well, you don't have unity. Well, what happens? You, 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 things get said or don't get said. You, 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 there's this, this tension that exists amongst the, you know you've been in those situations. Ain't nobody saying nothing but you could just cut the atmosphere with a knife. It's like, okay, something's going on. There ain't no unity here. Well, what about couples? What about couples? What about couples that, that, where you have division, where you have disharmony in the relationship? Uh, how about families? Kids going this way, adults doing that. Uh, kids don't get the right answer from mama, they go to daddy. And they, they just, you got this, this, well, we're gonna do this. No, we're not gonna do this. You know, they have, like this one commercial uh, the, the, the mother asked, well, what do you want for dinner? Everybody named something else. And then she named something just, just random. And it's like, uh, it's like, what'd you say? It's like, oh, no, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's like, they, but you have division in the families. Uh, uh, well, how about praise teams? How about small groups? How about dance troops? How about anything within the body of Christ where you have division, uh, where you don't have unity, you have division, and then that keeps us off focus. We're not united, we're, we, we're not of the same mind, where you're not united in thought or purpose. Uh, uh, if, there's, if, there's, if there's division, I know this sounds, this sounds silly, but if there's division, then there's no unity. If there's no unity, there's got to be division somewhere. That's why the evil one works extra hard to cause schism in, in everything. If this was God's intent from the beginning to have, to have community, to have harmony, to have shalom, if this was God's intent from the very beginning, don't you think the evil one is going to work extra hard? Why can't I get, this is my best friend, why can't I get along with him or her? Well, the evil one doesn't want you to get along with him or her. I said, well, this is the one I said I do to. Why can't I get along with him or her? The evil one doesn't want you to get along with him or her. And it carries on to praise teams, to small groups, to troop, dance troops, to children's church. Uh, uh, there is no unity in achieving a common goal or purpose. And uh, no matter how important we may say it is, no matter how, this is so important, this is so important, but we can't get along. Well, this is really important. It doesn't matter what you say. See, see, see. It's it's a it's a matter of how are we behaving with one with one another. Let me just share with you. Ninety nine. Maybe that's too high of a percentage. Let's just say most of my time as pastor of City Church of Sacramento deals with discord, disharmony, lack of unity. Pastor, this didn't go down right. You need to deal with this. So-and-so stepped on my foot. So-and-so said this about me. 99% this, this, of my time is spent on this, on verse 10. And that's, that's it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a coincidence that Paul is saying, I appeal to you. I beg you. I, 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 what, what do I have to do? Just, just literally, what do I have to do to get you guys to be on the same page? 
That, 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 that's, that's, that's what Paul is saying. Uh, relationships and res- restoration of relationship. This person did this. That group did that. This isn't working right. Um, and so with a divided church, we're not able to address the issues of life and community. And again, as I shared before, I share now, we have the answers to questions the world doesn't even know how to ask. We have the answers to questions the world doesn't even know how to ask. But we can't get around to doing that because we can't get it together. We're, we're, we're fighting ourselves. We're just like, no, 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 no. Blue. No, no, no. Green. Up. No, no, no down. It's just like, no, no, no. There's, there's a world that needs to know that Jesus Christ is real. Amen. And, they ha- and Jesus Christ has the answers to whatever is going on in their lives. But we can't respond because we're divided. Uh, see, but let me be very clear, too. Paul is talking about harmony. He's not talking about uniformity. He's talking about harmony. He's not talking about uniformity. The body is diverse. There's hands. There's feet. There's eyes. There's ears. There's toes. There's, there's, everybody's not an eye. And he's like, oh, I want everybody to be an eye in the body of Christ. You would have some freakish looking thing. It's just like, no, that's not what he's saying. There needs to be harmony. It's just like you want harmony in your body. You know when you work out too much. Oh, my back is aching. This isn't right. This is right. Well, your body's not in harmony. But when your body's in harmony, you can, you can pump the iron. You can run the race. You can do those things if your body's in harmony. But if it's not, I dare you to have gout and go try and run a, a marathon. It ain't going to happen. Uh, uh, be, 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 be overweight and uh, uh, go try and run a marathon. It ain't going to happen. It's just, it's just not going to happen. But a healthy body functions harmoniously. See, I, I like the fact that we don't really know the particular issue, what's going on here. That's, 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 that's really peripheral. It's the fact that there's, there's discord. There's, there's a lack of uh, harmony. There's, there's a lack. There's no unity of mind. There's no unity of thought. There's no unity of purpose. Uh, so the consequence of this, uh, key consequence of this in verse 11, uh, my brothers and sisters, some from Chloe's household have informed me that there are quarrels among you. What I mean is this. One of you says, I follow Paul. Another, I follow Apollos. Another, I follow Cephas. Still another, I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God I did not baptize any of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one can say that you were baptized in my name. Yes, I also baptized the household of Stephanus, and beyond that, I don't remember if I baptized anyone else. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom and eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. Uh, shared before, I share again. The, the, the whole incident, uh, maybe God will give me recall one day, and I'll remember what it was I was actually upset about my wife. Uh, she said something, I wanted to respond, and I wanted to respond in a manly way to let her know that I was upset. That's what I wanted to do. And the Holy Spirit said, you better shut up. <laughs> and, he, and, and I remember that distinctly. And it, the words to my heart, to my mind was, shut up. Not be quiet, shut up. And it got my attention. It really did. It's just like, whoa, whoa. Like, no, this is what's going to go down. Because she's wrong, and I'm going to set her straight. 
This is what's going to happen. I'm going to do this. And just like a chess game, how we play in our mind, how, you know, you're going to call on the response, you know, it's just like, okay, she's going to do this. I'm going to say this. I got an answer for that. Well, if she goes here, I got an answer for that. Uh, and I had it all worked out. And the Holy Spirit's all the time say, you better shut up. I shut up. Years later, I don't know what the issue was. I really don't. See, but it just shows you how the evil one can conflate just, just anything, just anything and blow it up. And it's like, you, you, City Church may not be here if I would have responded the way I wanted to respond at the time. See, we don't think about those types of consequences down the line. But we just want what we want because I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. It says 11, 10 items or less and you've got 11. I'm right. I'm right. No, 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 no. But I was determined to make my point, which would have resulted in division. See, see, but let's not lose sight of uh, Paul's point here. We could get bogged down in the details of Chloe, Apollos, and, and Peter, Cephas. Uh, that's not the primary issue. The, the point or points, if you, if you, if, if, if you will, uh, of division, they could be anything. Anything could be the source of division. Anything, I'm not talking about theological righteous theological differences. I'm talking about just division for division's sake. Uh, what the church in Corinth uh, 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 was divided along the lines of who's right based on their theological set. Well, I run with Apollos. He's an eloquent preacher. Man, he's, he's gifted. Man, he's, he's a Jew. He's got it going on. Uh, well, I run with Paul. Yeah, he doesn't preach very well, but he's a cool cat. Uh, uh, well, you know, I, actually... None of you guys are any good. I follow Christ alone. I don't need any apostles. I don't need any church leaders. So everybody was divided along who they thought was right and who they, and who, not only who they thought was right, but them being right in their own mind, their theological set. Again, I hear you. Aren't we to study, to prove, to present the gospel, uh, to give a good defense of the gospel? Short answer is yes. Uh, my question is, so what's the point or purpose of your identification or argument? Is it to look good or is it to edify and to unite? Is it to build up the body or is it to make your case so that the person that's got 11 items gets out of line and falls in behind me? That's the, that's the distinction. See, we have, to, we have to look at our motivation. Why am I saying what I'm saying? What's, the, what's really at the root of why I'm doing what I'm doing? I just want to prove a point. I want to show you that I'm right. I, I, you know, I've studied. I, I'm right, and I doggone it, I'm going to rub your nose in it if I have to. I'm going to prove to you that I'm right. Paul is like saying, no, nah, no. Nah. That's why he writes in the 17th verse, for Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom, eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. I like how the message uh, translation reads. Uh, God didn't send me out to collect a following for myself, but to preach the message of what he has done, collecting a following for him. And he didn't send me to do it with a lot of fancy rhetoric of my own, lest the powerful action at the center, Christ on the cross, be trivialized into mere words. I'm closing. Um, if we're not careful, our humanity will get in the way of the gospel. If we're not careful, our humanity will get in the way of the gospel. 
You've seen it before, you know, I don't mean anything by the, not our praise team, but you've seen those singers where uh, the, they, they do one refrain too long. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It's like, okay, uh, God was being praised up until that last round. <laughs> you went on that run, and you went on that run. <laughs> or that preacher that gets up and uh, puts himself before the gospel, and I can't hear the gospel because I'm looking at your theatrics. It's like, are you seriously? Oh, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I, 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 I'm just tuned out, whatever else you've got to say. You've seen them, you've heard them, you've been around them, you've been exposed to them. That's why much of the world looks at what's presented, and I don't recommend you look at the TV. They look at that stuff and they laugh. It's like you're serious, you can't be serious. That's it? That's your message? That's the best you can do? Uh, thank you very much. Uh, pass the salt, please. Uh, <laughs> ours is to present the gospel without presenting ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. If I present myself, I'm like Jerry now. If I present myself, I'm going to show you what a mess the before was compared to the after. It, that's how I'll present myself. Not like, you know... If you just follow me, I'm Pastor Feelgood, I'll make you feel good, and, and, and everything will be all right. No, 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 no. But, but, but if you say, no, Mark was a mess. Mark would be a mess today if it weren't for the sanctifying act of the Holy Spirit. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him. And that's the whole argument Paul is saying. I want you to look at, at the letter that I'm getting ready to write to you, Corinthian church, it, through the lens of I want you to be united. I don't want you to be about uh, Cephas, Apollos, and, 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 and me or, or anybody. It's all about the centrality of the cross of Christ. I really am done. God is impressed upon me. Uh, and again, I, keep, I have to keep prefacing because you guys think that, uh, well, Pastor, got a revelation? No. But, 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 but God has just underscored for me, maybe not you, the brevity of life. I understand it. it I, I really understand the brevity of life. And it could be because I'm, in, I'm, I'm entering into my seventh uh, decade now. Uh, it's like I understand it. I understand it. It's, it the, 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 the window is like this and closing fast. So, so, so a lot of the things that, that we tend to spend our time on, I can look back and it's like, you know, that's a waste of time. You couldn't tell me that when I was 20 and 30 because I knew everything. I, I knew everything. I, I, I knew everything. It's like, oh, geez, I got plenty of time. I got, I, you know, I got, it's like, now you're 60 and it's just like, oh. It's closing real quick. So, 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 so what's the legacy? What, 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 is, what, is, what is it you're trying to impress or what are you trying to leave uh, for the next generation? Well, the mission of City Church is loving God, loving others. And the goal of City Church, of Mark Meeks, is to develop and prepare the next generation of young people to carry the mission forward. That's the goal. That, that, that really is the goal. That's the centrality of what we're trying to accomplish here. 
So as we unpack this letter, we'll see that regardless of the issue being addressed, uh, Paul, like a rubber band, always snaps back. To the to to the to the issue, it's like yeah, we'll talk about disunity at the uh, at the at the Lord's Supper. We'll talk about uh, the the sexual uh, immorality that's going on. We'll 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 talk about all of these things, but it all snaps back. Pull it together, church. Pull it pull it together. Uh, uh, the centrality of the cross, letting it be the focus of everything we say and do. If we allow the cross to be central to our conversations to how we spend our time, to how we spend our money. If, if we don't look at the cross, if, this, if whatever I do advances the cross, then that's a good investment. If it doesn't, it's not a good investment. And it's just that simple. Be it with individuals, be it with our families, be it with small group, be it with praise team, be it with children's church, does it advance the cross or does it advance me? Does it advance the cross? Or does it advance me? And if we, if we can answer that honestly, then, then, then it, it, everything else becomes really clear and really easy. Let's pray. Our Father, our God, again, we uh, say thank you. Thank you for uh, the wisdom that uh, the Holy Spirit inspired uh, the apostle to write to the church. Father, what incredible uh, insight. Father, give us, give us, give us just, just basic wisdom to uh, understand that the cross is central. Father, that we are all in need of a Savior, and Jesus the Christ is that Savior. And if we allow the Holy Spirit, your Holy Spirit, to indwell us, then, Father, everything else will be harmonious, we'll be like-minded, we'll be on the same page, and we'll advance the kingdom. Father, we do love you. And we do thank you. And it's in the name of your Savior, our Savior, your Son, Jesus the Christ, we ask it all. Let every heart say.